What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Geeks from the Multiverse. I'm Matt. With me, as always, is John. What up, y'all? Welcome back. I don't know what episode we're on. I, you know, whatever. I stopped counting. It's episode eight, man. It's okay. I you know your old brain doesn't always uh, work sometimes, so. I stopped counting. But welcome back to the show, and we're so glad that you've joined us again, and we have a lot in store for you guys. And today we're going to be doing, I believe, round four of Super Fight? Round three? No, it's round three, man. And guess what? Reigning champ's still here, buddy, because, you know, first round, I won Technicality. Technicality. Uh, you know what? You Here's know the what? thing. We then, had a draw last time. Yeah, we had a draw, but still, I still have one win, so that's all I'm going to say right now. So we are going to do round three of Super Fight, and then we're going to be talking about our Marvel Phase 3, which does have a lot of information, so we're going to get right into it. But before we start, I did want to kind of address some news from, from the Star Wars kind of universe, because they did announce some new movies. So I know, like, Matt and I were talking before this, but there was a new movie that they're trying to make. I didn't really know what it was, but it was like Alkalite, and I know that Matt's going to have some more information on some of the... Hopefully newer ones that are going to be coming out too. So, so yes, there are three that they just announced. Um, I just saw them, I think, yesterday. And the three movies that they have announced basically is going to be, the first one is set 25,000 years before everything. And it's going to be based in the Old Republic. And what, I, what they say is that the, the director basically says it's going to be kind of like a biblical epic of a movie. So it's kind of like... Like when you mentioned the whole video games, like the like the old Republic games they used to play, so it's probably going to be very similar. I would hope. I hope to so. That. Yeah. So the second movie that they're making is actually going to be helmed by Dave Filoni, and it's going to kind of accomplish the final of the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka TV series, but it's going to kind of end that New Republic kind of theme. Well, wait, did, so I'm confused. So is Dave Filoni the guy that, you know, made The Mandalorian? And, or, well, I mean, it was technically John Farrow that was directing it and, and doing that. But is Dave the one that actually created the, the shows, wise? He, I believe, is a producer. But he, oh, okay. he, he is one of the people that is involved in the show. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Okay. And the last movie that they're making is going to be set 15 years after Rise of Skywalker. And it's going to be a new Jedi Order. So basically, you know, Rey taking on the responsibility of creating the new Jedi Order, right? Right. And they, they did announce that the actress who played Rey is going to be in that movie. Well, so. see, that I feel like will hopefully redeem some of the, the later, like, trilogy of the 7, 8, 9, you know, kind of saga. Right. You know, so I'm really hoping that it really does I'm, it justice. I'm actually really excited for... Dave Filoni's movie because with Ahsoka coming out, um, Thrawn, who's a huge villain in the books and in the animated series. So I don't want to go kind of go into it real far, but I will say that when we will have a Star Wars episode at some point, yes, the people that will be joining us, um, I know that will be a very interesting topic to talk about the books and, and everything else right. about. And that's what I'm hoping is like with Ahsoka coming out and Thrawn being part of that series and then Dave Filoni also making a movie. I'm seriously hoping that with Ahsoka and the movie that a lot of like what now is not canon, that a lot of it becomes canon again. Right, right. So, so all right, so 
without further ado, let's just, let's get geeky. Let's do it. All so. right, so we're going to do round four of Super Fight. Round three, I'm sorry. It's I keep round thinking three. round okay. four. You know yeah, what? It's round you know, three. Remember. It, it is round three. To minimize the time to pick our cards and everything, we've already pre-selected the, the three cards for our characters and our powers or weaknesses. But we don't right now know what they are, so we want right. to make that very clear. We do not know our characters or what our powers or weaknesses are going to be. So, John, why don't you pick your character? Okay. Eeny, meeny, miny, I choose you. Okay. Ooh, I got a vampire. Oh, a vampire, huh? All right, let's see. One, two, or three. Hmm. I'm going to go with number one here. <laughs> oh god yes okay what oh, is it boy. what is it rage zombies oh god really two undead folks okay that's great all right wonderful so i got i got some rage zombies okay so he's got multiple all right so i'm gonna choose my hopefully power eeny meeny miny mo. i choose you let's try this one <laughs> this is gonna be interesting two has two extra arms so you're like a vampire goro Yes, I'm about to be a vampire <laughs> Goro in this case. I'm going to choose the middle one here. Once again, once again. Okay, so apparently my rage zombies now are wearing a robotic exoskeleton. Ah, uh, crap. <laughs> that doesn't help me, but okay. So, again, let's see. Any money, mini money, uh, I choose you. Ooh, okay, this might help. Has an invisibility cloak. All right, so let's go with the third card. I guess I'm going to go with number three on this one. <laughs> oh, what is he? Oh, okay. Is it good or bad? Because apparently, my rage zombies who are wearing robotic exoskeletons is actually a ghost and can only be killed when their physical remains are destroyed. So, how does that work? Good luck with that, John. Oh, great. Yeah, okay. Hold on. Eeny, meeny, buddy. I choose you. This is a good one. This is, I'm going to be very surprised. So good luck, Matt. Is 100 stories tall. That doesn't mean anything. Okay, and it depends on how many zombies you have, too. Because it doesn't actually say, like, how many. So, I mean, if, if it's, like, hordes, like, thousands or, or like, you know, So whatever. if you, you probably never watched the movie 28 Days Later or 28 Weeks Later, right? So I actually, I do remember seeing 28 Days Later. I don't think I've actually seen 28 Weeks. I, I do remember a little bit on 28 Days, though. So if you, I mean, one, it doesn't tell you the number. But I, I have watched both movies. And what I, what I know from zombie movies, and I'm a huge fan of zombies, if you didn't already know, John. You don't say. And what I do know about these particular zombies is, one, they're not like the Night of the Living Dead zombies where they're slow moving. These, oh, so these, these zombies will actually run after you and chase you. So, and with this virus, it literally took over a pretty good percentage of the population. So even if you are 100 stories tall, there's still a possibility that the sheer number of how many there are can still take you down. Well, and we have robotic exoskeletons. True, but uh, just keep in mind, though, you still have one more card. So let's see if it's a weakness or if it's actually gonna. No, I have you. two. Uh, what do you mean? I have. I already chose three, buddy. 
You have two powers. Oh, I thought, I thought we had three. That's what I told you. I asked you. That no, I... you have two powers and a character. Okay. Well. So your last one doesn't count. So you're not 100 stories tall. Well, never mind. I guess I just lost that battle then. Um, so now that we're going <laughs> to wait here. So I, I'm going to allow Matt to talk about his, his zombie, you know, or sorry, rage zombies that have an exoskeleton. And the fact, actually, what was the last one I forgot now? I'm actually a ghost, oh, and you right. can only ghost. kill me if you find my remains, which if there's hundreds of you, thousands, right, thousands or millions of me, you have to find each and every single one of those remains to actually kill us. You know, I thought my luck would have helped me on this one, but go ahead, man. I'm going to allow you to tell your thing, and I, I may have a chance. Maybe we'll see. So one could argue, you know, yes, we're rage zombies. Technically, now we're ghosts, so how could we possibly be in a, in a robotic exoskeleton, right? It would be a little weird, yes. But ghosts can possess, and they can possess machines. So that's what I'm going to go with. We're possessing the machines, so they can still move. We can still, you see the, the ghost form in the machine. So we're possessing the machines. So technically, we would still have that physical exoskeleton machine. Right. But we're possessing that machine. Well, the problem is, is that even though, let's say, like the vampire, right, and has a visibility cloak, I think that's the only advantage I might have is because I could use that, and, but, but, to a point. But like, for me to destroy the machine, and then I would have to find your physical remains, you know, for that, you know, zombie or whatever. It's not. It's going to be. And we're not talking possible. like one or two now. We're talking. Getting yeah. surrounded by hundreds or thousands. And right. yes, you could make the argument like, yes, a vampire could have strength. You could have a vampire that could change to a bat. Like, whatever mythology like you want to use, great. But the thing is, yes, zombies are generally kind of stupid in general. But all they need to do is keep you busy long enough for the sunlight to come up. True. Which, and, and you're toast problem. at that point. Yeah, and so... They'll, like, and they're going to rip your ass apart, whether you're a vampire or a werewolf or a human or whatever you are. So, and that's the problem, right? So I can only hide for so long. Like, I could keep this battle going for a while, but at the end of the day... You still need to feed, too. Right, so that's part of my issue, is that if I'm facing off, let's say, thousands or of, you know, basically hordes of zombies that are ghosts that have exoskeletons, realistically, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to be done because, like you said, I'm going to have to feed. I'm going to have to, you know, figure out a way to, to make sure I could still withstand, you know, multiple hordes of, of zombies, which for anybody, even just for like one mythical creature like a vampire, it's not like I'd have to be really, really smart. And like I'd have to have like a battle plan. I'd have to have all these things. And it would take it would probably take years or longer to even try to get to a point where I could be like, you know what, I can you know, defeat all of you. But even then, like if I had multiple vampires versus multiple zombies, that might be different because... If, if your card said vampires or a coven of vampires, you, right. you might have had a chance. Yeah, right, right, right. Because then it, you could have made the same argument like a coven doesn't necessarily say there's two or five or a hundred or a thousand. Right, it could be a multitude, just like, you know, your rage zombies. Right. Like Z, you know, with the S and the you know, being plural, but... Um, Knowing what I know of zombies, yeah. it's you usually don't just get two. You get 
You got multiple. A you horde. Get a, you get so. a horde of yeah. So I really don't have a leg to stay on because I'm looking at my cards. I mean, yeah, having two extra arms cool. Having two extra arms just gives us more food. Yeah, exactly. Which doesn't. <laughs> which it's only going to help like two or three of you. But um, you know, I honestly thought this battle would be more like kind of interesting. But it's like. It's interesting for me, John. Well, I'm glad it's interesting for you. <laughs> I'm just like, well, okay, then I guess now we're, you know, I, I hate saying it, but yes, Matt, you, I guess you would be King Geek of the Week. This is this is your time, buddy. Great. Great. That's awesome. So yeah. uh, you want to do the applause then? Do you, do you want to do that for yourself? No. Oh, no, so I'm, you're, I'm, we're oh, good. we're yeah. being humble. We're being. Yeah, we're good. Wow. He's I not... think I think people know, you know, once they hear the episode that finally. Oh, finally. After three rounds <laughs> that I finally won. Yeah, but, but here's the best part. We're still tied. We are still tied because we had a draw. We did. So really. But luckily know, we have five weeks, so we can break the tie. Well, hopefully. Well, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. But, it, uh, right, five weeks in total. So really we have two more rounds to really decide. And if it really comes down to a death match. So, as always, I want to also go over the cards that we would have had. If we selected differently. So, I can tell you this, John. For whatever reason this week, I think you probably would have lost. You think so? Let's, let's see. What, so, what cards did you get? My, the two other characters I had was Chuck Norris. Okay. Which yep. you would have instantly lost either way. Okay. And the big monster from Cloverfield. I think I've seen Cloverfield, but I actually don't know what the monster looks like off the top of my head. I don't think anybody does. I don't think anyone. Yeah, you're right. So but you probably would have lost either okay, way. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Because I don't know. Do you know who Jack Torrance is? Because I don't. From The Shining. Oh. Okay. Then he wouldn't no, have. He no, wouldn't. I, have, he wouldn't have no, started a chance against no, 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 rage no, zombies. No, 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 that's for sure. <laughs> and the other one I would have had, which would have been an interesting one, would have been a samurai. Not against zombies. Well, not against zombies, but, I mean, even Chuck Norris, I mean, that, that clearly would have lost, too. All right, so my powers and weaknesses. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what it is about this week, bro, but the, the four that I have, well, and, I have. And, I'll, and I'll just read all four of them, okay. can summon and command the undead. Wow, that would have been a really great one. <laughs> bionic. Yeah. Could, could you imagine bionic rage zombies? I mean... That would no, I no, because I would have been <laughs> dead no matter what. Has been assimilated by the Borg. Can you explain that? Because I, I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, so the Borg about? is a is a race of species that basically they put tech into humans. Oh, and they assimilate them into their collective. But okay. they make them like basically like in the star trek universe like they're a, they're a particularly hard race to kill okay. because they they have one main brain but they also when they shoot them with phasers they basically become accustomed to that level of phase that phaser level so you have to like increase the phaser level just to be able to kill them so basically as a collective like again you would you're, you're not just one. You're one of many. Yeah, you're one. Yeah, right. So, like, it, it, it could be, it it's, could be so it's many. One, it, it's, infinite. It's one hive mind. So, it's not like 
I think separately from you. We have the same brain. So if I'm getting attacked, you're instantly coming to my aid. Well, the problem is too, is that the only way to destroy that particular, you know, kind of being is like, you'd have to go for the actual, the queen, like the, if the you think of bees, body. yeah, you'd have to go, for you have like to go right to the person. queen where they go, Oh, where are we now? You know, that kind right. of thing. All right. The last one I have is can download any skill or martial art. Uh, yeah. That's funny how I had martial arts at one point and yeah, that would have helped. So I accidentally chose um, a lot more than I would have liked to choose, but I'll just oh, read them anyways. So he's cheating already. I'm not cheating. So <laughs> this is a funny one. Ready? Is a believer, okay, as in like Justin Bieber, oh. um, and is convinced right. opponent means Bieber bodily harm. I, I don't know what that would mean and how that would go, <laughs> but that's, it doesn't seem like it would go well. That's definitely a weakness, John. Um, has x-ray vision. Yeah, that wouldn't have helped me, really. Well, maybe with the exoskeleton, but maybe not against a thousand of them. Uh, this is a funny one. Wearing a scuba suit like scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this doesn't make any sense, but carrying way too many grocery bags. <laughs> like that's just a weakness. That's like, just a, a vampire carrying too many grocery bags, wearing an invisibility cloak. <laughs> so, and then like the next one is it's this one's just it's Darth Vader, literally written all over it. Can choke you with their mind. Okay. Yeah. I that mean, one might have been helpful. Might have been helpful for a short period of time. Very short. <laughs> um, this one, this is just stupid. But clothes are way too big. <laughs> I would that would have been a hazard, really. Especially as a vampire, like you'd be running away, tripping on yourself, <laughs> and then the hundred stories tall, which, like again, that doesn't really count anymore. Yeah, so. you definitely had way too many. I, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I forgot. I, my bad. So either way, I still chose, and here we are. Yeah. So Matt, again, you being the king geek of the week, king geek go. of the week. You know, I've worked hard for this. Do not what? Really, you want to do really. some kind of speech? Because sorry, we have a lot to talk about in this episode. You know, you know, I'll. I'll leave it as it is, you know. If you got an idea for a podcast, but maybe don't have the money to afford other memberships from other podcast sites, don't fret, because there is a solution. Oh, you're talking about that creepy dude that lives down the street, right? Like, if you buy him a 30-pack and a couple of Reese's, like, he'll host your podcast. Um, no, you weirdo. I'm talking about Spotify for Podcasters, which actually used to be Anchor. There are no monthly membership fees. You can post directly to Spotify and many other popular podcast apps. And you can even do video podcasts. Well, that's cool. We were actually quite skeptical of doing the free option. But it, it is actually super easy. And we got our first episode posted directly to Spotify. And we are now posted on several different podcasting apps and are working towards monetizing our podcast. So if you have a podcast idea, don't let it go to waste. Check out Spotify for podcasters to set up and start your free podcast today. So does that mean I didn't need to buy that guy a 30-pack? <sighs> ay, ay, ay. All right, Matt. So with Phase 3, right, because we've already talked about Phase 1 and Phase 2, I know with Phase 3, there's a lot going on. There now. is. And I, I do want to talk about first what the, what the movies are that are in Phase 3. Because if you do look at, you know, you look at Phase 1, there's, I think, like six. I believe there's six movies. And you look at Phase 2. Yeah, something like that. There's, there's only like one or two more movies than there is in Phase 1. When you look at Phase 3, there's a whole heck of a lot more going on 
within phase three because phase three really is the the pinnacle end of the infinity saga right and and it also you know when we talk about like when we talked about phase one and phase two i mean yes we were introducing characters there was new you know people that were coming in but like this one has a lot more characters to help actually bring the very we'll call the pinnacle point of the saga like the very end of the um like end game right so like that's that is like the pinnacle point where you have pretty much almost every superhero so far that has been introduced into that one movie. Right. So there are three kind of major movies within phase three. Okay. There, there are a lot of movies within phase three, but I would say that there are three major movies that happen okay. and within the, phase three. So what would they be? So all the, I'm going to list all the movies. They're not in any particular order. Um, as far as timeline-wise. Okay. But we have Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. So I can tell you one major movie, the, what, the very first movie he mentioned was actually one of the pinnacle points to this phase, which was Captain America Civil War, right? And I know Matt's going to go into that in a second. Um, but I guess, you know, I guess, yes, Endgame would be the very, like, last pinnacle one. But Matt, I'm curious, what do you think is the, the second pinnacle moment? I mean, outside of the rest of the movies, because, like, from this, from, even from phase one to phase two to phase three and ongoing, you know, all the movies are, are linked together as a whole. But outside of, you know, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War really was the pinnacle moment when every single one of the movies up to that point hit their pinnacle moment where everything got connected. Well, see, I, I knew this. I just wanted to make sure you and I were on the same page for, you know, the, the one, two, and three, like, pinnacle moments out of the whole right. thing. Yeah. And, that, and that's really, you know, Infinity War really closed up all of the gaps that you kind of got glimpses of with all the other movies. You know, seeing the different infinity stones with all the different movies infinity war was really about thanos grabbing all of those basically for himself well and not only that i mean we'll go actually you know what we'll Let's, go into those we'll go into those so normally like phase one and phase two like i kind of read kind of those generic funny you know things and i'm not going to read these because with phase three and phase four they are really really there's so much with especially with phase four there's so much going on so um, then why so, don't you and I have like a discussion about like each one and like the pinnacle points of that movie? We will, you know, so instead of reading it, we, we're just going to talk about each one. So the first one that we do have is Dr. Strange. And okay. what's really weird, and, and maybe I'm the only one, but I find it kind of weird to have a doctor. And he's not like a general practice doctor. He's a surgeon. But right. still, I would still find it kind of weird to have a, a surgeon be Doctor Strange. I mean, you know, <laughs> but if, I mean, if you look at even back in the comics, I mean, technically, it's 
it's not wrong because he was. It's not wrong, but just the name itself, you'd be kind of be like, hey, yeah, is there somebody else? But oh. I guess it's more reputation because he he was really good at what he did for surgery. Well, you know, and I and I could flip this. I mean, for for a second. So like, I know in DC you got Hugo Strange, like Doctor Hugo Strange, right? Who was a psychologist, basically, but totally different. But he was a creepo. He was a creepo, yeah. but I understand we're talking about Marvel, but I'm just saying, like, you know, when you look at the name Strange, right, right. versus a, a surgeon versus, like, a, you know, psychologist, like, this this mastermind kind of thing, um, you know, at the end of the day, so be it. You know, like, that's his name. Like, that's just, that's what Marvel said. They're like, hey, you know what? It's going to be Dr. Strange. And you're like, well, uh, he's a surgeon. Oh, cool. And you're like, I really hope he's not going to be my surgeon, <laughs> you know, personally, but maybe he, you know. Maybe he was one of the best. I don't, you know. And and there is a little fun fact too. Um, you know, maybe it's the geek or the nerd in me. I don't know. But oh, if he if he were British, like the actor. <laughs> okay. Well, it, hold in, on. Actually, technically, he is British. In in England, he actually wouldn't be called Doctor Strange. So what what would he be called then? They would actually call him Mr. Strange with the acronym like FRCS. And I don't know what that stands for, but I, I don't either. They, they do not call doctors doctor in England. So they, th that's interesting. They, they use that. the title Mr. So, you know, it's funny like how in American culture we have, like we always use the titles. Like, we're, okay, like if you go to be a, um, <clears throat> like, a like a doctor or, <clears throat> my God. Sorry, um, like a doctor or like even like, um, I, I can't even think of another one. Like, I don't know, like let's say you're a coach or something like a coach, whatever, right? Like it, it always feels like we need to have a title in front of our name, even though it's okay to be called, you know, Mr. Strange or Mr. Gunther or Mr. Lally, for example, right? So it, I just, it's funny how we, we always have to feel the need to have those titles. I think it's because he's a surgeon and not like a general practice. I think the general practice would have that PhD and I think he's a yeah. surgeon. So he has a, a certain speciality and I think that that's why he might not have that doctor, but that's another, yeah, you know, that's, that's a whole nother thing. But we're introduced to him. He has an accident and... He basically has this surgery that now he can't use his, his hands. So now he has this kind of existential crisis where he cannot, lo you know, he can no longer do the thing that he loves to do. Right. And within the movie, like, I understand, like, you know, in the very beginning, like, when he loses his ability to use his hands, he, he literally tries everything to figure out a way to get his hands to work the way it was before. And I know, you know, when we're talking about this, like, I understand, like, for example, he goes to see, um, was it, is it, not, um, was it the, the one, no, what, what is, what is the, the monk? Like he actually goes, it's not really a monk. It's the, the, the main, you know, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I don't, I don't remember then. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's, I think it was like the chosen one or, or something like right. that. Um, but anyways, he, neither here or there, but, you know, when he goes to see this particular person, you know, he doesn't realize that it's all, like, mystical and, and everything else. Right, he just thinks it's, like, some process that's going to help him use his hands again. Right, and it's, like, it almost feels like when he goes there, he's like, oh, these are just a bunch of monks. Maybe it's just, like, a different style of, right. like, you know, whatever. He's literally be. trying to do anything that he can to use his hands, 
And then he actually starts kind of going through, like, he's not really taking it serious at first. And when he does actually start to take it serious, then he finally understands, like, I can do magic. And that's kind of where the whole movie starts. Right. And I mean, so one of the things that we'll mention now, too, and I'm going to just kind of mention it now. So, like, we're going to, we'll probably talk about even, like, the Infinity Stone. So, for example, um, the one thing that he does end up getting is called the Eye of Agamotto. Okay. And so that is the, the time stone. So that is, it's that green stone, right? And it's it, in the movie, it's basically, a, it looks like a giant eye, you know, right. and it allows him basically to stop time around him. Yes, and he gets that for being, um, what's his title? Oh, Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. So he, he gets that for being Sorcerer Supreme, basically. So... That's basically Doctor Strange. The next one I have here is Captain America Civil War, which this one, there's a lot going on because basically, you know, we find the government is really wanting to create, I guess, a registry, right? So, or all of like the super powered mutant, um, Right, capabilities, but the, the issue was it's it's actually in the second phase where there it's actually an Age of Ultron where the Sokovia Accords happened because of that one event actually caused, you know, this movie to, you know, focus on that pinnacle point because actually I believe it was Secretary, you know, Ross. So because, again, if you saw The Incredible Hulk, you know, he was General Ross, right? So he became part of the government and he was one of the ones that, you know, started to force this. So the the pinnacle piece to this is that because of the registry, you see that you're 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 for it or you're against it, right. right? And so the ones that were for it would be Tony, right? Because he wanted to check, you know, everyone like say, hey, you know what? We all need to be regulated, right? We need to be held accountable for our actions. Right. There needs to be checks and balances. And you know, it on on Tony Stark side, it was Tony Stark. It was War Machine. Um, Vision and Spider-Man and Black Panther was on that side. Right. And then for the opposite side, which was against the registry, would you know, it was, um, let's see, it was Cap, it was Black Widow, Ant-Man, Hawkeye. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was in there in that moment. But this list, Bucky. Uh, does it say Bucky? Yeah. Okay. So... I, I wanted, there probably is a couple more that I can't think of, but anyways, like with that being said, right. So they're, they're going against each other. This is the first time that the Avengers actually aren't getting along. This is like a pinnacle moment because this is actually how they, at some point, you know, come to terms with it. And they realize that there's a bigger, greater threat out there, but this whole movie, this is where I will say this. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to call my brother out on this one. You know, it's the reason why I'm saying it is because in this movie, I'm not trying to go into like spoilers, but you know, let's just say that Bucky was the one that was brainwashed at the time because he was winter soldier. And basically he kills Tony Stark's parents. Okay. And Baron Zemo was actually one of the ones that actually, you know, brainwashed him into, you know, thinking that he was the winter soldier. Like he had to, you know, follow certain codes, certain things like that. And, you know, he became, again, like the ultimate assassin. So, you know, with Bucky and Cap, you know, being the best of friends, you know, and Tony was like, why are you going against, you know, 
me in this, you know, even though he's your childhood best friend, basically, you know, why are you going against me? We've been friends. We've been like good pals for a long right. time now. And, you know, the, the reason why I say this is because, you know, how this is where that ultimate debate is, is like, how can someone who is brainwashed understand what they are doing? Right. So like, in my opinion, like how, how could you brainwash somebody and hold them accountable for something that they had no idea what was going on at the time. And I understand that, you know, people can say, okay, well, yes, you should hold them to accountability for that piece. But if you don't know what's going on and you have zero knowledge of what is happening, then how can you be held accountable for that piece? But anyways, um, you know, the whole movie really, it's a really great, there's a great fighting scene in there and it actually does a good job on, you know, showing where the Avengers are at, you know, and how basically Cap is, you know, a prisoner and, and basically she kind of shows like what is, what is going on in that rift in that right. time. And this one, you know, this is the first time that we actually do see Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So this, 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 and I agree. This is the first yeah. time that Spider-Man is like, we actually get to see him. We are like, Oh, this is great. You know, it, it's a great character design. Like it's, it's what we would have seen in an MCU. And he does Spider-Man. catch Captain America shield. He does. And actually it's the <laughs> beginning of that fight when he yeah, catches it. Yeah. And uh, at the end of this movie, we also see, you know, kind of Hulk flying off. Yes. And this is where the Hulk, <laughs> we don't know what he's doing. We don't know where he's going. And that kind of leads us into the, next, into the next movie, which is Thor Ragnarok, when we kind of like, we see, you know, most of the Captain America side of the, you know, Civil War fight either get captured or they go into hiding. And Hulk is, we find basically that he is this gladiator. Right, he's on a, like a battle planet is really the best way right. to call it. Yeah. And Thor ends up at this planet. Well, so we got to give it some preface here. So like technically Ragnarok, right? So the word Ragnarok in Norse mythology is the end of the world, basically, in, right. their, in their thing. So Surtur... Right, and this is also part of Norse mythology. Like he's the one that actually, basically, becomes Ragnarok and and destroys basically Asgard and, and all the realms and things yeah. like that. So, part of the thing that um, in this movie is that he's he also Thor basically meets um, his sister, which is was it Hel or Hela? Hela. Yep. So, and then Odin, if I'm not mistaken, does die because I think his spirit just kind of poofs and just like kind of goes off to the distance and Loki and him are trying to like, you know, figure out a way to stop Hela, you know, in that sense. Right. And that was before they knew that she was there. Right. And, and when he, when he vanishes, she, she appears and basically takes over Asgard. Right. As the ruler piece to it. And the, yeah. the, the issue was, is like, so Thor is like on a journey to actually, no, he, Oh, that's right. He was trying to go to Asgard, and he gets basically from like Heimdall's, you know, um, what what was that called? The uh, like the 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 portal gate. Like I'm trying to remember what the actual name. I know is. the Rainbow Bridge, but I don't know what the actual thing is called. But anyways, like yeah. what happened was is like it 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 like somehow gets destroyed. He gets blasted off into space, and then he goes to basically this this war planet where, ironically, Hulk is on. And and I, I will say this, like, call it for what you will. Like Jeff Goldblum's character, I I, I didn't particularly enjoy 
I, I thought he was goofy as hell. Like, I, I just, it, 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 that didn't do it for me. I mean, but you got to think about it too. I mean, he's playing like a, like a, like one of the elder gods, right? Like one of And, the, and I get it. It just, his character didn't do it for me. Did I like the movie? I thought, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I, I thought like some of the stuff with Hulk was, you know, when they first showed him, like kind of in that place where he was living when he wasn't yeah. fighting, like some of that stuff was maybe not necessary. Like right. the, just the stupid dialogue that he had, like, but I mean, like, for example, though, like, or stupid, like it, it was just like, it was dumb. So, so I know I wanted to mention this real quick. So if some of you probably don't know, but people who are MCU, you know, fans would probably know this. So the collector and I'm, what is Jeff Goldblum's character? Like what it, I'm trying to remember his, do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. No. Okay. But anyways, like in the, the comic books, like those two are actually brothers. Like they're actually, you know, related to one another. So, um, the the funny thing is about it is though um not actually about that but the the one of the fight scenes in you know in Thor Ragnarok is like you know Thor sees Hulk and he goes oh hey friend you know and he's like he's like trying to get him to do whatever and Hulk's like but Hulk doesn't even know who they he's a friend know, from work yeah, he's a friend from work and he, and he you know and they're both <laughs> like going at it and then like Hulk just like straights up just punches the hell out of him and he just like starts flying off and he's like hey man what was that for? You know, like. But this this movie did drive one narrative, especially for Thor. Maybe not so much like for Hulk. And and I, you know, for what it is, like I love Hulk, and I wish he didn't get the short end of the stick every single movie that he's in. But like, yeah. For for Thor, this this really drove something for Thor because I think that like once he kind of like if like fought the Hulk and they got back to Asgard and they're really fighting for Asgard and they're really like, you know, Ragnarok is, is inevitable. Asgard has to fall. Right. This is really, I think where he comes into his full potential. Right. And, and he becomes the new leader of Asgard because he is the, the new Odin. And that's kind of like what in mythology, I guess in a little ways, like that would be like how it would go is like Odin, you know, of course dies off and then Thor would take over, you know, for him. Right. Um, and the one thing that like, you know, we, we start to introduce like different characters like Valkyrie. Um, what is it? Not Brock. Um, his rock buddy. The, oh yeah. That funny, guy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Basically it's Taka Watiti is the, the guy who plays him. Um, but you'll see him throughout the whole, you know, movies to come as well. But, you know, you see all these different characters start to show up and like, you know, it's actually pretty cool when, when Hulk, um, what, I'm trying to remember in Norse mythology, what his name is. It's the giant, oh, Fen Fenrir, the giant wolf. Like it's that, you know, that giant wolf that comes out yeah. of nowhere and like, you know, Hulk's like, okay, come here puppy. You know, and he just like bops him on the nose and it's like, well, first he jumps out of the plane Thinking he's gonna change into the Hulk before he lands. Oh yes, that too. Yes. And then he just falls flat on his face. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I mean, and the and the problem, like what Matt was saying too, is that unfortunately Hulk, um, it doesn't get any better. Unfortunately, like no, he just on. he always gets a short end of the stick, and like you kind of never see the Hulk kind of get into his full potential because after this, you know, 
he basically, you know, and we'll get into it when we start talking about Infinity War. You basically never really see the real Hulk after that. No, and and that's that's the problem. Like, and that's where I wish they would have like they've. I really wish they would have done a movie, even just on like what he was doing. You know, like I said, in between the the events of you know of Ultron until up till Endgame again, because yeah, you get it in Ragnarok a little bit, and that's that's okay to a point, but it doesn't really do him justice as a character because all he is is a like an actual supporting character. There is no like development. There is no nothing. And I mean, the only thing you get to see, which we'll talk about later is, um, and she Hulk where, but it doesn't really do him any justice either in that, you know, no, and he's still, he's still smart Hulk on that anyways. But, um, the next one that we have is guardians volume two. And this, they're still, you know, it's funny because like the guardians up until this point, are still unconnected to everybody else. <laughs> no, it's true. They have their own story. But the one thing, and I'll admit, like... Except for Thor, because they do meet Thor in this one. True. I will say this, though. With rabbit and, and tree. <laughs> yes, right. rabbit and tree. Um, so the, the funny thing is, though, about, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, as a whole. So the first movie, I loved, right? I, I thought it was a great movie, that, how they portrayed it. The second one was was not my favorite because it was like you know the the thing was is you know star lord is actually meeting his father ego which is a living planet okay and so like star lord starts to find out that you know he's not just human he's also actually which i i really would i would have liked if they explained that a little bit more in the movie yeah and i mean in the problem with you know so the guy who plays ego is kurt russell Right, and it, yeah. and it shows all the, you know, like how he came to Earth and, does, you know, shows him his backstory. But it... Which they it, did really cool stuff making him look young. Oh, no, no, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't all CGI. It was actually makeup, which right. was really cool to think about. Like, in today's day and age where they use CGI for everything, they didn't use a lot of CGI to make him look younger. They actually did makeup. And I, and I think that when... You know, this movie, when you look at it, it's not, like I said, it honestly, probably out of phase three, it's not, in my opinion, it's not my favorite or like one of my favorites out of this whole, you know, phases because it, 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 it shows some things, but it doesn't really, in my opinion, do any justice. You know what this, and, and I think you're right. And I think when you start thinking, especially about Thor, this is where you start to see the down, the downward spiral of the thor character because this is the one where you start like seeing him be trying to be like fun like overly funny or trying to like he's like you know you can explain it and be like oh yeah he's trying to cover up some deeper pains and you know maybe in love and thunder he's you know bringing it more out but like even in love and thunder which we'll talk about in the next episode but really in this one and then in in Endgame too, there's there's parts in Endgame that like you're like, yeah, Thor, you know, that's really yeah. cool. But like I think with this movie, when you see Thor, like there's just a lot of things like you see how cool he is in Ragnarok. Right. And then you see him in this one and he's like making these awkward jokes, like he can't seem to get over Jane Foster. And I get it, like, love does weird things to people, but, like, right. you just write a silly script for somebody, 
And you're like, this guy is Thor. He's the god of thunder. And even in the comic books, the guy was a pompous jerk. Well, even when he was well, Thor. So, and, and te- well, technically, <laughs> and if we can, I'm not going to go like really into detail, but like if you look at Norse mythology and how the MCU did it, Norse mythology, this guy was was big. Like, I mean, he was a big, heavy set guy, had a beer belly, basically, had red hair, had all these other features. And like, you know, when you look at the MCU Thor, you know, yes, he's blonde hair, he's got blue eyes, you know, he's he's muscular, he's this and that. But it, it what's funny though is like Thor in like mythology is actually a lot taller. Like you know, his like his actual physical appearance is totally different from you know, this movie yeah. to like mythology. But I agree that, you know, with Thor itself, it's like it doesn't really do him justice in this movie. And part of the like I said, with the with you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, like you know, they, they tried to make a good movie. They, they showed, like, for example, like Baby Groot, right? They showed, um, you know, I would say Drax and his, like, dry humor and, you know, stuff like that. And, it, which it was, you know, it had some good funny moments. But, like, at the same time, it really, it really didn't do a good job on, like, how is it really connected, you know, down the road. I mean, we find out that, yes, you know, because of Thor, you know, they, that's how they kind of meet up with, you know, the Avengers later on, and that's how they, they kind of meet. But without that piece, it would have just been a movie, and it would have had no connection to what right. was actually going on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the Captain Marvel and the Spider-Man for now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, man, I mean... For, for, for now. Okay. Um, what are we jumping into? We'll get into the Avengers. We'll talk about Infinity War and Endgame, because they're, they are connected. They didn't come out... <laughs> right, right after one no, 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 another. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Infinity War was cool. It, it was one of those movies like when you when you get to the end of it, I think like you really couldn't swallow. No, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, you know what? I agree because the the funny thing. Well, I, okay, I got to stop saying funny things because it's this one is actually a really sad moment yeah because... it's it's really like one of those serious movies and like you kind of watch it and from the beginning all the way to the end thanos is just destroying everything he's the ultimate annihilator of like <laughs> he's he's basically the one that just like destroys like little kids dreams like that's literally right. what it was and it, and you know when he brings in his um what was it the child the children of was it Children of Thanos? Yeah. Right? So these guys, I mean, they have particular names. Do I need to go into them? No. You can look them up. You separately. can look them up, yeah. But the, the thing is about these guys, they have very unique abilities on them. And, you know, every Avenger is trying to basically find a way to get rid of them so that way they can only focus on Thanos. And so they... They do do that. They actually find a way to. You and know. what's interesting, though, too, is like the beginning of this movie. You have to to understand that, like, from Civil War up until the start of this movie, everybody is separated. They're not like together like they no. were for Avengers one and two. They're not together. They're all separated. So you have, you know, you have the movie starting out where you have basically Asgard is in a ship. And yeah. they've Thanos's clan has already like taken it over, and I'm you know you guys can watch the movie, but they they basically destroy the ships. 
And they also when the guardians show up in this area, there's not supposed to be debris there. And they basically show up, and like Thor basically like hits their windshield, and they're like, "Oh, get them off! Get them off! Get them off!" Right. But I mean, but the funny thing is though about it is like, of course they actually help Thor, and then you know what happens with that little piece is like you know Thor, you know Groot and Rocket, they all go, they do something else, and then you know the rest of the right, know, and then Bruce out. actually like um, Heimdall, who was on that ship. Hold on a second, Heimdall. Yeah. Heimdall. Whatever. Dull. Okay. Whatever. Um, he actually does, before he dies, sends Bruce back to Earth. Right. To Doctor Strange's uh, Right, vicinity. Address. Yeah. And, and so, like, with... <laughs> so this is where... Well, wait. No, that's... Is that in, in Infinity War? Not Infinity War. In Endgame? No, that's in Infinity War, because he's the one that tells them that Thanos oh, is coming. Oh, no, no, no. Well, right, but the... So what happened? I thought no, I thought it was the the chosen one. Like when he the, no, when they go back in the past. That's that's, that's end game. I, right. Okay. So okay. So basically, oh no, you're right. You're right. He does get sent him back. But like, yeah, it's Tony Stark. It's you know Doctor Strange and and um, Bruce Banner, and then it's um, what is his name? Because at the time, uh, Tony Tony wasn't talking to Steve Rogers. Right. But no. And but who who was um. Doctor Strange's like partner in crime. It was his like Wong. Wong, thank you. So Wong was also a part of that whole thing, and that's that's actually a character we forgot to introduce in the Doctor right. Strange. But yes, you're right with Cap. You know he's off with Black Widow, and I want to say and I don't even think he was really captain at that point. He no. was just doing so. It, it was his kind own of thing. Well, right, because he got rid of the star. Right, he got rid of well, the... Well, what's the interesting, if you watch, if you do, you know, watch everything, and I can tell you this right now, because I actually looked it up on Disney+. Plus. Okay, what is it? Disney+, Plus. if you go to their the Marvel area... Yeah, so like... And the, you kind of scroll down a, a couple, a couple, like, lines, they do have the Marvel Universe in timeline, like, order. Oh, so no, you, yeah, yeah, I knew that. You You can watch them in timeline order, but... If you particularly look at Captain America's costumes, I'll say costumes, uniforms, whatever you want to call them. If you look at his outfits from every movie that he's in, it's changed. They progressively get more worn. So in this one, it's very drab. Like the blue is not as bright as it was like in Civil War. Like it's very drab. The, The star in the middle, it's still there, but it's not white. Right, I mean, it's more of a, it's a black. It's right. Really, it's a black, and it, it's it's supposed to represent that he's, it's like he's basically defeated, and actually in this one, he actually has a beard, right? So he's yes. he's showing that he's like, I'm not fully Captain America. Like, he's not who we have known to, for him to be. And so a lot of these characters, you know, because, and that's the problem with Civil War, is like, because they all split, there are, there's a huge difference in in how the camaraderie is is being shown in the movie, and because of that, that's how Thanos is taking advantage. Right. Because of that. And this this whole movie too, it reminds me of like most of the you know role playing games like Mass Effect, where you know you're you're playing the you're you're playing these games, but like this movie was, it really just kind of starts with you see all the Avengers in different positions and different points. And they're really trying to come together to stop Thanos, but they're all separated. 
and you you slowly see Thanos, you know, beating Loki and Thor and Asgard and, and a whole. You right. see him, you know, obtain one Infinity Stone, then another, and then another, and then he slowly gets to the point at the end of the movie where the only one that's left is the one that's in Vision's head. I really... And I, I kind of didn't want to mention that, but yeah, I, I understand that it is a pinnacle point. And unfortunately, and that Wakanda battle, dude, is oh. like that is probably one of the best battles by far. Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that one, with the exception even... of Endgame, because okay. Endgame okay. hadn't come out at that point. Okay. But okay. I, okay. I'm talking like. As far as fights with everybody involved. I agree. Yes. I agree that, yes, because you actually see Thor, like, okay, now mind you, I'm going to say this. He doesn't have, he only has one eye at this point. I, we forgot to mention that piece because Hela actually is the one that, is it Hela, right? Or is it? No, he actually gets a second one because Rocket gives him. Well, no, 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 but like he doesn't have an eye in, in Ragnarok, but I'm trying to remember how he lost it exactly because I, I thought it was Hela that. That did it to him. Yes, Hella did yeah. it to him. Yeah. So, but basically, he had to wear an eye patch. But yes, in this one, yes, because Rocket Rocket yeah. gives him the eye, and he just puts it in, and he, and Rocket's kind of like, uh, you probably should have cleaned that off before well, you put it in. Well, because, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Rocket stole it. So again, it, it's kind of like a you know whatever moment. But like, you know, what's funny about that too is like Thor is you know off, and he's he's visiting this. It, it's gonna sound weird, but a, a giant dwarf that's basically in charge of this this forge. And he's trying to um, recreate Molnir because the problem was in in Thor Ragnarok, which we forgot to mention, Molnir is not a, actually a thing anymore. It, it, Hela destroyed it in like two seconds, so he doesn't have a hammer, like he has nothing. And so he takes some of the uh, some of Groot's body because of the the tree tree like form, and then he he finds similar metal to what Molnir was. Well, he ha- he he has to the they basically go to this forge which is supposed to be surrounding a star. Right. And the star is supposed to be active but the star is dead because Thanos basically killed all the dwarfs and left this one alive and put molten metal over his hands. Right. And so so now he has to reactivate the dead star and they basically make Stormbreaker Right, which is his new like it's a it's a taller version, right. right? And so, but in that one battle scene that I was gonna try to mention is like when he's like, "Wow!" and he like literally pounds the ground like there's no tomorrow. Like it was a powerful scene, and yeah. it like wipes everybody out for the most part. And you know, all like we'll mention Black Panther because that is a huge you know piece to this as well. Um, but like everybody that was in Wakanda at the time, like they were facing off, you know, everybody. So like Cap. You know, Black Widow, Bruce Banner, and now Thor with Groot and everybody. I mean, there's multiple of people there. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, Tony Stark and basically Guardians of the Galaxy are doing their own thing. Like, we don't, we see them, but we don't actually know what's yes. going on. And they're, they actually go to, you know, and we're probably not going to be able to mention every single movie that's yeah. in this phase because right, we're right. running out of time here, but... They're they're basically just trying to stop. So they actually go to you know Thanos's planet because one, you know, kind of like an idiot, Spider Man does get kind of caught on the ship that's 
going right. up into space now. Right. I mean, that was in the beginning of the movie, but yes. Like he's but that's also- where, you know, that's where Tony Stark ends up, and then the Guardians are also trying to find Thanos. So they, right. you know, they kind of interact, and, you know, they kind of have a funny interaction, but they, you know, Thanos actually does go there, and they come, I think, probably within millimeters oh, yeah. of the gauntlet coming off of Thanos' arm. Like, they were the closest, but the, the, the problem, yeah. The, the problem being the sacrifice that Black Widow had to take to get one of the stones. Well, the, 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 well that's, that was that's an endgame. An endgame. That's, that's um, totally different. The sacrifice that Thanos had to get to get the red stone, really. No, it was, no, it was the, um, the orange stone. It was the soul stone. So, so the, yes, it was, it was Gamora. It was his... Um, daughter, right, and so that's why Peter Quill or Star Lord really it, it is actually because, trying to go after. Yeah, him. they were in love, so P- you know Peter was really wanting to find out where she was, right, and he finds out, and then basically they he he goes basically a crazy and like yeah. just tries to get at him. But so I know- the the pinnacle thing of of Endgame was Thanos. His whole plan was that basically the the whole universe is overpopulated. And in order for the universe to survive, we have to, or he, you know, he has to eliminate eliminate at least half of the, you know, all populations so that everybody else can survive. Because we're, you know, everybody is consuming everything. Wait, did you say half or all? It's half of all living. Well, no, I just, I thought you said all at first. That's why I was asking. No, it's half of all living. Yes, I, yes. I understand half of all living. Anyways. And th- but that was the, that was like his whole thing was you know eliminating half of all living things so that the the other half right. can survive and thrive right and and they're the as we I I'm gonna call them the chosen ones right and spoiler alert if you haven't seen Infinity War then you should probably not you probably to should have already seen it but um, at the end of the at the end of Infinity War he does do the snap. And he does eliminate half of all living life on not just Earth, but every single planet within the universe. And basically, I think what Matt and I are going to do, we're probably going to be talking about Endgame kind of briefly. And then we'll probably, before that, we'll probably just mention the, the other movies, like kind of like a, like a quick little thing for it. So that way we can, you guys at least know like who they are. So like, for example, like Black Panther, right? It's the first time since, uh, I think it was... Was it Winter Soldier? Right? I think it was Winter Soldier. Like, that was the first time, like, where he gets his own movie, and you basically get to see how he, T'Challa, becomes Black Panther. And, you know, is a very, like I said, with Avengers um, Infinity War, is a very pinnacle piece to that because he does end up helping in the long run. Um, and unfortunately, probably right after Endgame and all that, and he doesn't have much of a role after that. But, Black Panther is a huge character and has been, especially in the comic books. Um, but again, watch the movie. I can guarantee you yeah. it's a great movie to just even just watch by yourself or with a couple friends, whatever. So, I mean, as it pertains to, you know, Endgame, Captain Marvel, I mean, it really doesn't have anything to do with Phase 3, really. Well, I mean, like, the, the, the movie, the movie's good. I, like, you know, at the end of the movie, you know, she gives Nick Fury a pager. 
Well, and the funny thing about Captain Marvel is like it, it shows the backstory. It shows how she becomes it. And right? that's back, you know, that goes back to the 90s. Right. And so like it does make sense once you watch it because it actually kind of does go into phase three a little bit. But the thing is, is like, you know, it shows the, like I said, the backstory kind of like with Black Panther shows the backstory of who she be, like how she becomes Captain Marvel, how that, you know, story progression happens. And then like he was saying about Nick Fury, you know, it actually, it's a funny scene, but it, it shows Nick Fury on how he lost his eye. Yes. You know, and I'm yeah. not going to spoil that, but you, if you watch it, you'll understand. Yeah. But it, I mean, you cannot watch Captain Marvel and not miss like the I mean, whole story of, of no, Endgame. You know what no, I mean? No, but, but I mean, it does at least explain why she's there. It, it does. Not that it matters because, I mean, she does play a big part in saving Tony, but other than that, like. All right, fine, whatever. Go. She, she doesn't play a huge part in. All right, then fine. Go ahead and talk about Spider-Man. The, the, the long and short of it, but we do have to talk about Endgame before we talk about Spider-Man. No, um, we don't. Wait, well, hold on a minute, because technically Spider-Man is well before Endgame in the, in the second one, or at least the first one. The first one actually came out well before the... Um, Spider-Man, he's dealing with the death of Tony. No, the first one was not the dealing. Oh, what was it? No, it was after Civil War. Like that movie came out right after Civil War, so it wasn't the death on Tony. He was dealing with the death on Tony much, much later. I think you got the wrong movie, my friend. I'm pretty sure that's not the case because there's a second one, which is the first one was when he was with Tony. The second this one. This is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Homecoming was his first movie. If I'm not mistaken. And then it was Far From Home, which was after Endgame. And then it was, wait, what's, oh, No Way Home. Sorry. That's the, No Way Home was, that was the most recent. No, but Homecoming is his actual first movie. So, yes, Tony Stark is still alive, very much alive. So, but, anyways, Spider Man, right? So it shows him right after Civil War, and it shows that Tony is his mentor, right? Which is a good thing, right? And it shows him, you know, becoming, you know, Spider-Man, you know, to existence, right? So Tony actually gives him a suit, you know, he becomes, I'm not saying like ultimate Spider-Man, but it gives him more of an upgrade, right? And it, it allows him to be more technological, does all this. And it actually shows Michael Keaton as um, Vulture at the time. And so, you know, again, watching the movie, it, it helps him build the character. You get to see MJ, um, you, I can't even remember his buddy's name, like it's because it's not, you know, Harry anymore. It's it's someone else. Right. Yeah. Um. But anyways, with Spider-Man, you know, it, it develops his character before Endgame because that was the one movie that at least helped him build it up. I mean, it doesn't really like help the story with Endgame as much. It just kind of gives you more of a backstory on the character. And then once you watch Endgame, then you see how he's still kind of young and innocent because he hasn't gone through the the trials and tribulations as what the Avengers have already done for right. many movies to come. Now let's talk about Endgame. So, yeah, Endgame, you know, we kind of have, it's five years basically after we have everybody dealing with, you know, half of the population on Earth, at least, basically vaporizing. And, you know, we see Cap kind of, you know, he's kind of managing a, a group. Yeah, so the, like Steve was taking a different approach. He was taking it more of like a as a human levels. It was be it'd be like more of like a therapy right. session, like like an AA group or something yeah, like that. That's yeah, exactly what it looks. And like. you know, Thor was 
drinking and playing games and yelling at kids. <laughs> I think oh, so. Actually, no. I think it's Korg. That's his name. Korg. Korg. Yeah. So yeah, because I think they both were though. Yeah. They well. So the worst part is, is this is where you. This is when we Fat were talking. Thor. Yeah, Fat, Fat Thor. Thor. Yeah. And so where he's wearing sweatpants and he looks like a basically a bum and like Korg's just like, hey man, how you doing? Uh, yeah, come on, come on down. You wanna you wanna beer? You wanna wanna hang out, play some video games with us? You know, kind of you know make it all funny like. And then Thor's like. Yeah, I'll give me some more beer. You know, he's like he's just yeah. trying to do his thing. So you know, you basically have this event that happened. You know, Thanos after he did the snap went into hiding, and immediately like they go in. You know, they they try to get together and like well, we have to try to fix this somehow. So the th- right. So the the beginning part is not showing S- Steve as much. Like that's that's later. No, on. it's it's only a few of them that are trying to do this and they're trying to get more people involved into it, but but what yes. what, what ends up happening though is they do find Thanos. Well, it's actually it should be like a little after Infinity War. It wasn't like immediately. Or, uh, it was 5 years after. No, no, no. No, it wasn't. In the beginning scene when they're all like hanging out and it it was well before Thor became fat. It had to be like a little bit after Infinity War, not by much. But then they found him like you said. And then, uh, yeah, because like it was five years later from that event when they all found him, and basically, I'm gonna let Matt say it, but you know, when Thor, you know, shh. well, they cut his head off, right. yeah. But that's when, it, yeah, because Thor was still actually skinny, or, or you know, not his fat self at right. that point. Right. So yeah, he was he was still who he was. Yes, but they did they did basically you know cut his head off, and they basically you know killed Thanos. And discovered, I think, after the fact that he used the stones again to destroy the stones. Right. So there was so now no the chance. stones. The stones no longer exist on their timeline. And right. now Thanos is dead. So now it's not like they can do really anything about it. And that's where you have this. Like five years later, you find like everybody's kind of like broken up, and they all broken up and kind of doing their own thing. And we have. You know, Ant-Man, who's... Well, so we, we didn't actually talk about Ant-Man because that was the other thing. So Ant-Man really, at this time, he, he was... Like I said, we're not going to be able to talk about everything, but, you know, because we are running out of time. But I, I, Thank you. But what I'm saying is, is like Ant-Man in itself, right? So in the second one, um, he works with uh, the Wasp, right? And he's, again, watch the movie. You'll, you'll, you'll more likely understand what I'm about to say. But like really towards the end of the movie is he gets sucked into the quantum realm, right? And he gets stuck there. What he thinks is only, let's say, five seconds, or sorry, what he, yeah, right? What he thinks is like maybe like sorry, five minutes, not five seconds, is actually five years. And so he doesn't know what the heck is going on at this point. Yeah. So and he's, you know, I think it was like what a cat that was like walking on oh, a console yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, and, and he, just, you know, he comes out and he instantly tries to like find. The Avengers, and he's like, you know, sitting outside, and he's like, "Hi." He's like, "Hey, guys," and you know, I think Black Widow was sitting so, there, and he's like, "Do you yeah, know this idiot?" Yeah. <laughs> so it was Black Widow, it was Cap, and I think it was War Machine at the time when they were. Yeah. So, there. you know, long story short, like, you know, they, you know, he, he kind of goes into his story of like how he was in the quantum realm, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever," you know, you were in there for five years. He's like, "No, it was only five minutes for me," and they kind of go to Tony and. You know, he's got his own family, so he's kind of not interested. But they, what, what they kind of, like, do for Tony, and Tony's a creator. So, but what they do is they kind of create, like, they put this mustard seed into his brain. 
where they yeah. go, hey, we have this idea for time travel. And he's like, don't be an idiot. Like, you can't do that. You're going to break the, 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 the time, uh, the time uh, continuum. and Space continuum. And you're going to destroy basically the, the universe. Right. And then, you know, they, they, you know, Tony does come around and actually <laughs> decides to do it, but he does it with Bruce Banner, which they all meet up with him and later on. But they make basically like time suits that allow them to go to back to different points in, you know, their history for like the time stone, the, the, the soul stone, right. the power stone. Like they all do their own little thing and they all, which is unique. And so I think one of the things we mentioned about like Hulk, for example, he goes back and tries to get the, the time stone. And this is where he sees, I think it's the chosen one. And he like has like an out of body experience. Right. She, she completely hits Banner out of the Hulk body. Right. And like everyone does like their own thing. And so like, for example, like <laughs> this is where I'm going to hate saying it, Matt, but this is where you see America's ass. Right. So you see, you know, like Captain America versus basically his younger form. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, that is a. That is a nice ass, you know, it was like a little quick moment, but, yeah. you know, but anyways, like, you know, everyone is, um, you know, trying to get the, each of the stones back, trying to get everything back in order. And it's funny that Thanos actually starts to figure out that, you know, there's, there was a different version of, it wasn't Gamora, it was her sister. Um, I'm terrible with names right now, but anyways, she, she finds out that there's another version of her. And Thanos is starting to realize that something's happening. And on top of that, um, like, for example, Tony goes back into, like, the, I think it was back into, like, the 60s, right? I think he meets his father, or he sees him and he talks with him a little bit. Yeah. So, like, everyone has, like, their own little, like, unique kind of quirky moments. But, um, you know, with the movie itself, you know, when they find all the, you know, the stones, um, Actually, there was one thing I was going to mention, but I'll see if I can remember it in a minute. Um, the the part that this whole thing is actually very, like a pinnacle piece to it, is that unfortunately Tony Stark does sacrifice himself. He does end up, you know, ultimately, you know, taking the hit, right? Because I, I think they, they did it once with Hulk, and like he basically burned half of his body because he was holding it in his hands and they had like a gauntlet, like a, like it was a Tony Stark gauntlet looking thing. And, you know, it burns his body and it doesn't allow him to like basically move. And it basically like, it almost like permanently damages him, but find out spoiler. Um, it didn't actually matter because apparently he was all fine later on in time, but Tony Stark, you know, with his nanotechnology, like he finds a way to like embed it into a suit and he does, ultimately get all the stones as he's holding Thanos at the time. And then he snaps and then of course change of history. But I know the pinnacle moments, right. Is like, um, like for example, you know, the, I would say probably one of my favorite scenes out of the whole movie. And I'm going to try to be quick on this is when cap. Okay. And he's sitting there with a broken shield. Okay. He's like half a shield, you know, and I'm pretty sure he has Molnir in his hands in that moment. And he's looking out, and he hears the, you know, the 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 Doctor Strange kind of like open portals for like all these people coming out of nowhere, and they're they're all sitting there, and they finally come in, and then he's just like, Avengers, assemble, and it just like everybody doesn't matter who they were, they were just going at Thanos and his army, and they just they kept going at. It was just like a moment that I'm pretty sure you and I were in the movie theaters. I, I actually 
the the moment right i think before that before he says that though it's it's that moment when you hear falcon and for what it's worth it's not so much of like the character or the well it is the character yeah it's not so much of like the actor or whatever whatever you want to put on it right right i'm not a huge fan of the falcon i'll just put it out there like I said, it's not oh that it's not the actor, it's not like anything, it's just the character itself. But when you when you when like when he's he, he you know, you see Captain, he's standing there, he has the Molnir, and then you hear the on your left. Well, like, yes, yes, yes. You're like, oh boy. But then like for me, like that pinnacle moment is like when you like as soon as he says that and like you start seeing the portals open, and literally every hero. Yeah. In okay. Marvel, even like you pause like some of those scenes, you can see Howard the Duck in there. <laughs> I didn't know that, and I feel like I should watch it again. You can see like characters that like you've only seen in like, backgrounds. Yeah, like, yeah. But everybody is like united, and that's like when Endgame, that like those scenes are really cool because like that's. That's really the the pinnacle fight, I think. No, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, like, when... I think the funny one was, like, when, when Cap picks up Molnir and, like, Thor looks at him and he's like, I knew it! You know, and he, like... Because it, it was, like, one in uh, Age of Ultron, I think we mentioned it, it was, like... To, like he, never, was, he never did because he, never he was, did, like... Because he wasn't worthy, but he was... Because he saw the movement and he's like, oh! And then he's like, oh, I, can't, yeah. I guess I can't do it. And then, But anyways, so with this movie, I would say... There's, we could talk about this for a while, but I will say that if you're, it's one of my favorites. I think it does a really good job on showing all of the characters in, in Marvel and how they, they unite on a front and you know how they, it still surprises me to this day. It is the only movie I feel like in, in history when it comes to like, you know, superhero movies that has actually done a good job on bringing a multitude of characters from everywhere into one movie. And for the amount of screen right. time that they had, like, and there's a reason why it's the, what is it, second best of all time? Or is it now the second best? Yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's really, I mean, it, one, it, it does really end, you know, the whole Infinity Saga. But, I mean, with Infinity War and Endgame, realistically, yes, they are two movies, but they're, they're one story. Right. And there's just so much happening with, within Endgame. You know, with the whole like Thanos thing at the end, like you kind of like, well, how was Thanos in the in the end if he was killed in the beginning? Well, the Thanos you see at the end is the 2014 Thanos. He well, yes, that was when when he you know when you see Nebula and then that's who it was. I was trying to remember who that was. It was Nebula. The Nebula from 2014 and the Nebula that you see in Endgame, they basically switch. So when Nebula goes when Nebula goes back. It's the 2014 Nebula, and then she takes over the whole machine. Right. So Thanos, like she allows Thanos to basically come back as well. And so that's how they. That's see. That's why I needed your help with that. But I was trying to remember the name. So yes, Nebula was the like the sister of Gamora, like they're adopted, whatever. Um, but yes, like that is the moment that Thanos realizes that there is something going on, and that he needs to somehow stop this because he understands that clearly he didn't. <laughs> he didn't do his mission per se, but the the part of that movie, unfortunately, is like you know we had multiple heroes 
were sacrificed, unfortunately, with and how yeah. everything worked. Because and I hate saying it, so my boy Cap, right? Like he he gets he, super old. He gets super old, and then pretty much he goes off to the Mi- distance. Guess like, what? Like, you don't Mr. See Ro- like Mr. Rogers he, old. Actually, he actually kind of looked like Mr. Rogers, <laughs> which is pretty sad. But like you know, in that movie, you got Tony Stark, you got Cap, you got Black Widow. Um, that I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say those are the th- oh nope, sorry, Gamora. I can't, I can't forget Gamora in some ways. Um, you know, those were the characters, unfortunately, that you know made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, and it, and that's why that movie, honestly, because that's funny. Matt and I watched this in the theater together. I'm pretty sure he may not agree, but I, I, I was a baby at the very end. Like it, it was pretty sad. Like in my, in my I, personal opinion, I did my best to hold it together. But yeah, the, yeah, okay, real man. It it was it, it was tough. You know, it was tough. But like like Endgame, John, it's it's time to end this game. Oh oh, you mean end the show? Okay, so <laughs> if that's the case, all right. So we want to give you actually a couple updates. So so Matt and I, um, we did post this on, um, I believe on our Facebook, um, and we actually have it on our website. So. One of the things that we actually did was partner up with uh, two brands, right? So one of them was Dubby. It's a it's an energy um, kind of replacement like drink. You know, you can you can basically it's like it's like if you ever heard of Sneak, right? So it allows you to not have to have like an energy drink or like coffee or something like that. So, um, but I'll I'll talk about Dubby. So like we have, um, so actually my bad. Their website is www www.w.gg okay so their coupon code that we have is gftm23 and it actually gives you 10 percent off of all of your total order and checkout right so when you look at the website um it actually shows you know w as one of our partners as well so that way you can actually go there and make sure that you type in the gftm uh 23 and that way you can actually see it the other uh, partnership that uh, just recently happened was Reaper Apparel Co. Okay, so this one, it's a unique one. So it's a clothing brand that I found that actually talks about uh, mental health, kind of like illnesses and awareness. And and it does a really co- like cool, creative um, kind of like feature. So like a lot of their clothing, it's probably a lot of clothing that some of you may or may not wear. I understand it, it kind of like hits or miss the target, but um, a lot of it's like skull based, but it, it's unique on how they do things. And, it, and I think they do a really good job on, you know, showing the um, like the mental health awareness. So I know that unfortunately with our society nowadays, it's becoming more and more prevalent. And I think, you know, for us, you know, we we do want to find partnerships like that that actually talk about real, you know, major issues like that. And so it's also the same code. It's GFTM23. Um, I believe that also gives you a 10% discount code. Again, we'll be updating that on our website very shortly. Um, and then when it comes to our social media, right? So again, right now we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have LinkedIn. Um, you know, we want to make sure that you guys can connect to us, whether it's, again, the website, any of those platforms. Um, again, we want to hear from you, right? And we want to make sure that, you know, your voice gets heard. And again, make sure that when you send us a message, make sure it's actually something that we want to you know, talk about, not just, unfortunately, stupid stuff, right? Because that's, that's not what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to make sure that we have ideas so that way we can give you guys, um, you know, some, some feedback or, or just another show ideas we can do down the road, right? Um, but to end this, right, you know, we want to thank you guys for liking, sharing, following us, again, listening, and as well as supporting us, right? Because 
without you guys, we can't do our job, right? Because we need listeners. We we still need that 1% of Ireland, right? And I'm hoping that these guys, if they listen, right, I'm hoping you'll you'll go all the way to, you know, UK, you know, all over Europe. Just start spreading the word, man. We want to we wanna see if we can go global. I want to see that, okay? As always, thank you. Stay geeky. Stay geeky.